Hi, my name is Soli. And my name is Shafali. And welcome to the Why Not Health podcast. Why Not Health is an organization of students working to increase awareness surrounding underrepresented health issues in Southeast Asia. We'll be having open and honest conversations about everything, including consent culture to body shaming and eating disorders. We're super excited to shed light on the differences between health in Southeast Asia and the United States, and we hope you'll join us. Hi, everyone. So the first thing I kind of want to talk about today is hearing a little bit more about your guys' first experiences having sex. First time hurts. I don't know about you guys or other people out there, but first time was not pleasure at all. It wasn't. And this is something that it's interesting. Knowing how to navigate and have an honest conversation about how you feel about sex. I think that also is also part of consent because sometimes or many times two people do two two people agree to conduct a sexual activity together. But one person doesn't feel as you know, happy as the other person. And then the other person that's not happy about this sexual activity is doing this for the other person's sake of happiness, even though it's something that should, you know, satisfy both parties, but one party is enjoying it more than the other party. And is that fair? So I, I do feel like that's something that is, that I think girls should know. I, I don't know. I think that first time was not some wasn't 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 a pleasure um experience and we i definitely talk about this to my partner i'm like this is not something that i like to conduct i don't know why people would do this if you know it's something that it's this painful and it's it's the truth and i think it's important to talk about this as well um i would like to share my personal experience um I was very fortunate in my first time not having that physical pain that a lot of women talk about that somehow it kind of becomes like this scary challenge you first have to overcome in order to enjoy sex. But I guess I was lucky enough to not have the experience, but maybe I was just so mentally ready that when I had sex, that physical like pain that everybody described as unable to be bared I was very lucky to not have that. But also another point, if for your first time, if you want, especially if it's the woman's first time, keyword is lube. Get lubrication because as much as it's not normalized in sexual relationships, expecting that a woman will always be naturally lubricated if she's in the mood or whatever, in the first time, you always need some help. And lube is the thing that will prevent the woman from hurting unnecessarily and then you can maximize your chances of having a good time I'm not saying that with Lou you won't still have pain but at least you're more equipped and whether that works out for you or not you will have to figure out yourself I I think what you guys have talked about are very important I think that's what a lot of people need to hear uh, especially those who like who are thinking about it, who are exploring it and so I think it's important to really like understand it, read about it, like read about the mechanics of it, read about the different types of contraception available and read about even, even, even read about people writing about their experiences to see, to kind of get an insight into it before doing it. And that if you're not comfortable with it, read about people experiences 
will make you more comfortable. And a lot of the times, if you're if you're following people's blog and stuff like that, and some they we have some really good writers out there, you can learn from not only what they do but how they communicate it. I completely agree with what you just said, and I can already say that the reason that now I'm able to enjoy sex is because before I had it, I spent years looking into it. Like I was constantly finding people on social media. I would want to give a shout out to this one sexologist that I adore. Her name is Shannon Boudram, and she has an account on YouTube. And she basically explores sex and relationships and talks about a lot of women's questions and women's experiences. And for me, that was my number one resource when I wanted to look at communication. So for example, she did something about how do you ask for consent, you know, like getting creative with doing that. So there are many people who are qualified on the internet that we are now very privileged to be able to access that I definitely got my information from. And then it allowed me to be empowered enough to have the experience that I now have. I think something that's important to talk about, especially once you start having sex, is how do you maximize your pleasure in like the safest and most respectful way and ask for what you want from your partner? Yes. Um, so I would like to re-shout out the sexologist I talked about before, Shannon Boudram. This is um, some examples I've gotten from her discussing this topic of how you can approach asking for consent creatively because when I started having sex, the examples of asking for consent was just very straightforward, black and white. Like, are you ready for this? And to me, that doesn't seem enticing enough in the activity of having physical intimacy. So I always felt kind of turned off by the idea of saying that kind of like mood killing sentence. So when I had somebody show me all of these examples of ways that you can still check if your partner is okay and verify that their consent is there, but still maintain the creative mood that you're sharing between the two of you. So I have um, a few examples that I've taken from um, her discussion. So you can ask things already from the begin, like, beginning, like, are you ready? Or are you comfortable? Or how does this feel? It, does this feel good for you? Um, can I kiss you here? Or can I touch you there? oh, do you feel comfortable doing X, Y, Z? Are you good with doing X, Y, Z? Is this good for you? Or also just one sentence saying, oh, just let me know if you're not comfortable. Like those are many ways that you can tell the other person that you care for their feelings and their emotions. And if there's anything that they don't feel good with, they should be able to speak up. And I think that's the bare minimum that you should say that you should express the sentiment of, you wanting to support yourself but also them in this experience and it definitely doesn't have to be boring you can totally get creative and show that you care thank you so much i would definitely use that are you comfortable are you okay with that something that um something that my partner and i we use a lot when it comes to asking for consent is uh we say okay how about this let's tell me when you want me to stop or tell me where you kind of feel uncomfortable and like where 
tell me what where is like your limit kind of like your boundaries um like we won't even go there so i think i don't know if like people out there know this but there's something that we use as like base like first base second base third base fourth base like i think that's something that i use a lot kind of like before i even enter in anything i kind of like honey let's let's stop at base three like we're not going anywhere further than that and then the base is how you define it you kind of like this is something that you want to talk to your partner about for example me for me personally base three is like oral sex and that kind of like and then base four can be like sexual intercourse and I if I on that day I don't feel like I want to entice anything beyond base three then I would say okay I, I don't think I want to do anything over there like we can just stop here kind of that honest conversation is really important to make your experience feel like maximize your happiness for your experience as well Well, I just want to bring up something out there. Just asking what uh, you guys a question. What what should you do if you feel uncomfortable during sex and or what and what should you do if you feel like your partner is uncomfortable during sex? Because not all the time the people speak out. Sometimes if someone if people are a little uncomfortable, they might choose to remain silent. I think maybe like the questions that Vivi was talking about earlier, like I feel like re-asking those questions, like you don't just have to ask for it once, like in the middle of like doing like X, Y, Z, you can just ask again, like, is this still okay for you? Like, are you still comfortable with this? Because like, obviously people can change their minds when they're going through something, right? So I think it's probably good to ask multiple times and just also like pay attention to how they're like feeling and like their emotions. Like I think at least in like my experiences, I've, I've kind of been able to tell if you like really pay attention to like yourself as well as the other person, you can see that they're uncomfortable or they might want to do something else. And like, that's probably important to like keep watching for. I feel like one way you can tell if the other person is secretly not enjoying it and not speaking up is that if you're seeing the other person be completely disconnected from the experience, that if they're there, but they're not really there, that's your biggest sign of understanding okay something isn't right because this is something that you're both engaging with and if you're present but the other person is not even present while being physically there then something is happening mentally that is not good i think one way that my partner and i we dealt with this situation is laughter or humor when things get awkward, when kind of like either of us kind of like don't feel comfortable in the moment, we'll make a joke. We'll, 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 we'll see that, okay, kind of like we detect that from facial expressions or from the grip of your partner, kind of like it shows that that person is in pain or that person is not feeling comfortable. Like you can feel it from the pressure that the two of you kind of like put on each other and when we detect that we make a joke we laugh it off and then we kind of like stop whatever that we're doing but I think that's one way that you can get out of an awkward not so pleasurable situation in a very comedic way and that that creates some memories for you the two of you it's kind of like oh this is just a funny incident that you that two of you can share and it's quite a, it's quite intimate it's quite memorable and I think that's that's some that's how I've dealt with it, kind of like detecting the force of your partner, facial expression, and also level of silence. Sometimes when it comes to kind of like enjoying things, 
one, one thing about sex is that a human body is very sensitive to many things. And especially when there's so many nerve endings around your genitals, you are forced to create a response in response to the nerve being stimulated. And because of that, the human body can't lie. You will have reactions to all these nerve stimulation. It's kind of like when you're frightened, you have a different facial expression from when you're angry. It's all nerves controlling. And therefore I think unless you're very skilled, meaning you have been hiding your facial expressions over the years or you've been practicing it for so long, for normal people, it's hard to hide. Um, and if you, you know, are, if you care enough for your partner, you should be able to detect it. I feel like if there's no like vocal response or you're not making any noises, there's probably something wrong. <laughs> I would just like to add that um, personally, I am a verbal responsive person, but one of my closest friends is not because they live in a shared ap apartment building, I mean, a big house with other roommates. So that's one thing that you can't really afford yourself to have that like audio response, but if you can't catch on to the audio response of your partner, then I'm sure your visual, like their facial expressions or their physical touch is also a different way of responding. I think it's great that we talk about this and everything we talk about, it's really great. But since a lot of the things that we talk about kind of brings into, it takes in the context of like a relationship. And I don't know, I don't, I wanna kind of like raise a question, how are these, all of these different or similar when you're having uh, sex with strangers, because I think that's something that people do want to know as well. And it's not talked about and the communication is a lot. It, I, I would expect it to be different and people need information, but there's not much resources out there for that. I feel like at least for me, I'm trying to think about how I deal with this, but it's like, usually I will just talk a lot and I will just say whatever I'm feeling and kind of just like ask for whatever, because I feel like there's no other way, because if you don't know the person, it's like, it's just really hard to gauge, especially if it's like the first time, you know, and you don't know them too well. I feel like I'm just very open and very vocal. And like, I try to like make sure that the other person is feeling that way too, so that you can kind of have like a safe environment, even if you don't know the person well. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Uh, I think when before engaging in a long-term relationship and having casual sex, I think the ways where I kind of explored what you can or cannot do with that kind of situation is by sharing with my peers. So typically I reflect and talk about our personal stories with my friends and depending on the person, you can go into detail or not enough into detail. But through that discussion, you kind of learn that, oh, really, I didn't know that you could talk about this, or I didn't know that you could, you know, have a different approach to that, that conversation, or how do you engage when you feel safe or when you don't feel safe. So for me, it was really other people's experience that also added to my own, so that every time I engaged into another casual sexual interaction, I felt like I had more things equipped in my bag to deal with the situation. Because obviously every new partner is different. You don't know how they communicate or how they're gonna interact with you. So by gathering resources from other people's experience, I think that's 
the best way I dealt with getting to know a stranger in like that short amount of time and dealing with this intimate thing that you're sharing with a person that you're not emotionally intimate with. Thank you everyone for being so open and honest and giving such lovely and insightful advice. Join us next week when we'll be talking about masturbation, orgasms, and talking about our sexual experiences with our friends. See you guys next week. Bye.